Audio Frontier. This is Football Daft with Stephen Purden. Midfield Dynamo and average actor. Chris Toll. Target man. Suspicious character. And... Welcome to Football Daft, it is the Daftest Scottish Football Podcast around and we're back after a couple of weeks off involving house renovations, wrestling matches, work and trips to Barbados. I'm producer John uh, and you may know me... And the rest. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) You may know me from such radio shows as Bowie at Breakfast or Fred McCauley on the Greatest Hits Network. Uh, And let's introduce the team, we've got a full squad today, first a man who's... Probably getting ready to release his own statement uh, after his club and every other person <laughs> releasing a statement is Stephen Purden. I just, I uh, we'll talk about the statement later. Uh, it was, it's, it's not, it's not a good time, now. We'll get into that in a minute. And a man sporting the colours of Celtic as ever. He's Celtic daft. He's football daft. It's Chris Toll. What is happening? Do you know what daft I'm, John? I'm what? fucking Lord Provost daft, mate. The last. How time do I saw you it? feel about that, yeah. brother? Yes, last time I saw you, I was wrestling the Lord Provost in debt, abusing you from the top of the, the ring post, and then you, you're getting your own back in commentary as well, Chris. You John, can still did you, hear, did you hear the end of the commentary? I did hear the end of the commentary. Sorry mean. about that, Lord Provost, but, but you know, um, you don't walk into a wrestling show and tell all the wings that wrestling's kid on, all right? <laughs> K you fucker. I love how jo- John McAnally actually said he was on top of a wrestling post abusing Chris Tolman. <laughs> <laughs> I had a great time on doing that. And finally, a man who's actually a proper wrestler and who this week was beaten in a penalty shootout by his radio co-host, Crofty, and he's absolutely bailing about it. It's great, dark. though. That was dark. It was some dark. penalty. It may have been dark, but it was like watching fucking Sergio Ramos and he's pumped. <laughs> Listen, Gredo, don't, talk don't, us through what happened. Well, we do a competition every other month. He beat me at golf in the golf simulator. And then he beat me at basketball with the Glasgow Rocks. And then I thought, right, well, he can't beat me at penalties, man. You know what I mean? He turns up with his hat on, his sunglasses. He's a Motherwell fan. Come on, surely I can beat him. Mate, it was fucking shit hot at penalties. I put the I put the video in the group chat. <laughs> mate, I was, mate, do you know, I was proper raging. I actually had to apologise when I went in the next day, right, this morning, because I was in such a huff. Because I had it, right, Bayfies were shite, right, and it was just a goalie that they picked for... The goals, like five aside, but and it was we'd go to four penalties. He had scored one, I had scored one. It was his fifth penalty, and he missed it. So I just had one to take, man. And I skied it all the bar. Ah. Crofty goes up, scores it. I, you know that way they gave me like a go radio tap and shorts and socks. I just walked right out of the place. Still, I never even got changed. <laughs> <laughs> I love Agredo Hoffman. Uh, and they were like, guys, let's get pictures, let's get pictures with the team and all that. Let's go good video. And I was like, I'm off, I need to go. I was like, I can't I can't take this. I can't take it. And he's trying to be going, Yippee! <laughs> <laughs> Yippee! Yippo, come on! <laughs> Yippee, I thought it was something that they just wrote in the Beano and the Dandy. <laughs> 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 Great, you know. have a, maybe next time because obviously you're a goalie of uh, some note um, maybe next time you should go in the sticks and try and see some of his penalties we sing that John you know what I mean Gredo of the cat as they call him in the wrestling yeah. circles yeah, um, yeah. I don't know why he's not been taking penalties into Crofty and Crofty been taking penalties into him I know 
a day I, I didn't get you would have won that one brother you would have won I tell that you, one I was saying today the best one of the best times I've had was when Stephanie got the ball out the back door and I put the gloves on and she hit shots into me for about two hours that's one of honestly one of the funniest times I've had because I've not I haven't had any been goals for years I can see I'll call you Kepa man Half the, half the bench for a shootout fucks ah, it. I gotta call you Kepa man I, I go right can he save or take penalties man I, I can see why yeah Stephanie Tamari agreed after that beautiful story <laughs> right at the back you, you, you know why he's asked Stephanie Tamari have you seen her he's punching uh, that far he's well, punching that far out his fucking weight range it's unbelievable oh, <laughs> hey we're all punching what do we all you're punching a lot I yeah, I seen you be Instagram post this morning for Sammy, mate. You're well punching an auto. Hey, actually, I need to hear a shout out. It's her birthday today, so like this is coming out tomorrow. So happy birthday for yesterday, my oh, my love. Happy <laughs> birthday for yesterday, oh, my, my love. You were good at that, by the way. The Instagram post was quite cute. I liked it and left a wee comment, man. Oh, you did say something along the lines of. Oh, I popped ten oh, forties, mate. I I I'm I've fallen in love with my best friend. See these people that say, I bet you Stephen Purden would have been these pair one of these people at their wedding that would have went. I married my best friend. Did you I say did. that? I did. Fuck off. That's <laughs> bullshit. Oh, John, John, John. Do you know what? Ingrid will testify to this. Because just about six months after, I done a wee video on STV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, need, we, need insert, we need to insert this STV. I'll, 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 I'll say, I'll say, I'll say for why. in your car, Stevie? I'll, yeah, I'll, it wasn't in my car, one. it was in a car. And I'll say for why. She's been through a lot in her life. <laughs> She's right, inspiration. Aye. I nearly died that year. I could have died that year. Yeah. And she sure, was can, we know, can we know share the video to the screen now? Come on, <laughs> it's the right, okay. video. Can what? we do this, please? Let's share the video right now. Oh, no. My wife, Nicola, is my hero. Uh, <laughs> the reason why the past couple of years we've had quite a tough, tough time. First of all, I was diagnosed with viral, uh, viral meningitis and my wife, Nicola, was there with me every step of the way. And I was off work for three months in the hospital for a month. And then when I get out... Nicola fell pregnant, was expecting the first child, and her gran sadly passed away at the same time. <laughs> Holy and the way Nicola coped with everything was just amazing, and she just took everything on her stride and was there for everybody. And during the pregnancy as well, her mum got diagnosed with breast cancer. And again, she coped with it so well and took everything on her stride. And basically, for those reasons, she's my hero. <laughs> Let me shed some light on this. Right? <laughs> let, let me shed some light. <laughs> she was there for me every step of the way. And it's, and it's, and it's, it's the way I get the pain. She just took everything on her side. <laughs> right, right. There's a story to this, right? I want to know why you're doing it in the hard shoulder of the end. I know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like when Brent loses his job in the office and walks for the motor. <laughs> this is my office. <laughs> right, so the story of that video, right? Credo. So I don't know if you've done them as well, Joe. I don't know if you've worked on them, right? Credo, you've done things for, like Fest TV, right? They kicked the arse out of filming, right? It's, it was the longest day ever. And see, the day before, there was a charity football match came out where it was but see my black eye in that that's for Bob Malcolm right he fucking absolutely ladled me in the charity match and it was louting man honestly right then I went to film this thing I was only meant to be there for two hours 
two hours, turned into four hours, turned into oh, six no. hours, turned into eight hours, and then that was me getting drove him. And the guy's like, oh no, we forgot to get the video of who Steven's hero is. <laughs> and I'm like, ah. but see, at this point, you know, I'm a pure nice guy. I'll be a piece cut and be pure nice, not. But see, at that point, I went, mate, I'm not doing anything else for you. I'm not doing anything else. And he's like, oh, mate, we have to do it. Who, who's your hero? And I'll be like, ah, Alan McCoyst. <laughs> and he's like, why? And I'm like, I don't know. He's like, no, it needs to be a real hero. And I'm like, right, my wife. And he went, why? And I told him what I'd been through. That is great. Say the guy's name's Chris. Chris, get rolling, get rolling. Come on, let's pull over and just do it here. And I'm like, oh my God. I didn't even know what the fuck I was talking about. I'll tell you what, that's honestly, man. She's going through a really hard time, and then she just took it in my stride, and then she fell pregnant, and then after that, then she had problems. The grand died. I like, I like the fact that Stevie's been in with viral meningitis. He's come out straight on the bones, got her up the stick. Magic. <laughs> Magic. <laughs> I tell you what, that's serious brownie points, so Stephen. That is absolutely. You must be like dying. Hey, what what did you watch podcast? I'm pissing myself off. Last one, mate. Did she win the class unit? Did she cry? Aye. Yeah, well, that's you. That's well, you. Well, 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 Fair he's got a fair bit of money and him and his company went over to Barbados and I luckily got invited along to, to go and see the cricket there. However, it was a fucking emotional roller coaster. let me tell you this. So, wee man's in the house, COVID, keeping, trying to keep my distance away from all week because I'm going to be flying out the, the next again Monday. He's like, ah, Dad, come here, try to hug me. I was like, get away, you, you wee bastard. Then, so I was like, negative, 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 negative. Then on the Friday, I got a positive lateral flow. I was like, fuck. I was like, I was like Begbie in train spot. You know that scene where he's kicking the shit out of everyone? I was like, that in the house. I was like, bins are getting it. What a fucking buffy, right? Everyone's getting kicked. And then fuck. Uh, I'm like, texting the boys going, I'm out, boy. Look at this. Picture the lateral flow test. Two, I'm out. I'm done. Then on the Saturday, negative. Text again, negative. Then I'm watching the Man United game. The hair, fucking, he had uh, the same thing, a false uh, positive. I'm like, oh, hold on a minute. So it's like, it was like getting like, it was like Celtic and Rangers league titles. Eight, nine, nine in a row, nine in a row, lateral four test. I thought, oh yeah, I, I could be in here. I thought, right, we go for a... You shouldn't have took your tenth one, mate. It doesn't work out well for you. <laughs> <laughs> so I go, right, okay, I might go, I go, have to go for a PCR to get fit to fly. So I'm like, right, boys, I'm back in here. I'm, I'm going to go for this PCR and we'll, we'll be away to Barbados. PCR comes back positive. Fucking, again, oh. down down the trench. Then someone says to me, you shouldn't have a PCR 90 days after testing positive <laughs> for COVID because it still shows up. So I'm like, all right, okay. I thought, fuck it, I'll go to the airport. We'll do a lateral float at the airport, see what happens. Negative. 
and I'm off to Barbados. Oh, what a, a, there's a video, which I, actually I could put the video up on our Patreon channel of me getting the test results revealed live at Edinburgh Airport as I'm waiting for them coming in. I just like, there was a small child, I felt terrible, I'm sitting in Starbucks and there's a small child next to me, I'm fucking getting up, you fucking dancer, I'm going to fucking Barbados, The small children in the family next to me. I don't, like, I don't blame you mate, I, no. I do not blame oh, you. John, man. So I got the amendment. Yeah, Fantastic. Yeah, you're, you're some storyteller. You didn't in the live shows. Remember, <laughs> 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 wait, and see about. Oh, man, I've got a ticket. John, John, you should watch my STV Real Heroes match. <laughs> 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 I'll get all the tips to Stephen. Right, well, we're getting into the football. I, I, wanted to, I wanted to talk about this. Um, 18, Cobb 1872 versus Rangers. So on Monday, this all came oh. Cobb 1872 put a statement criticising the Rangers executive team, uh, particularly over the MyJers scheme, investment in cryptocurrency, and the friendly, of course, against Celtic in Australia. They said, and I quote, the experience of Cobb 1872 directors is that Rangers executive team, led by Stuart Roberts and James Bisgrove and David Graham, has developed an extremely unhealthy disdain for the Rangers' support. Cue Rangers releasing a statement. It is deeply regrettable that the same small rump of supporters remain intent on causing damage to our club. It is particularly concerning to note the timing they have chosen to launch their latest attack. It is lost on nobody that those intent on creating maximum disruption are those who have either enjoyed or craved a role within our club. The collective desire of our board, management and players is to have unity of purpose over the coming months. Rest assured, we will address the disruptors and their propaganda war at the end of the season. For now... Nothing matters but results on the field. Then, further to this developments today, is Dave King's waited in and offered to pay three million to cancel the friendly. He said, "There's the three million, guys. I wouldn't cancel the friendly rather than play it." <sighs> what an epic tale this has been, Stephen and Gradle. Where are you on it? Well, for me, to, uh, Bob, I don't know about you, but this is all just porn for the likes of folk like Toll, and it. Ah, of course it is. It is. It's, it's a, and I'm not on the side. I don't want to hear any. It's, it's an unwanted sideshow and a very fucking tense season, which we yeah. really don't need, man. We don't need it. And I know Club eighteen seventy two have got their agenda. The board's got the board for me have got they've lost a bit of transparency with the fans or a wee bit. They're not on the same page as supporters, but I don't think you need this tit for tat and you don't fucking what is it, wash or dirty laundry in public or whatever it's called, right, mm. you don't do that and there's, Dave King knows what he's doing, he's very clever he knows exactly not going to, the Rangers aren't going to take the money they're no, they're not going to take the money them. but he's, he's, Dave King's trying to get the board snookered behind the fucking blackboard there, he knows exactly what he's doing right, he knows what he's doing because he's saying, right, here's the money to don't play the friendly, right, right. your views on the friendly, right if it differs I know different Rangers fans. Some Rangers fans don't care about it. Some Rangers fans... See what the, that statement was embarrassing for Rangers, but see what it says in the statement, the bit I do agree with, all matters as results you now, right? And see the way Rangers are and the way the club is going forward. I think we see, we've seen a thing on Twitter we were talking about Grado and it's right. The, it is a business, right? We need Rangers. It's no secret. We need money coming in. Yeah. But what we don't need when we're trying to vie for a title where there is riches at the end of it, is a sideshow like this. It's fucking embarrassing. Were you quite disappointed that Rangers actually responded to Cup 1872? Do you think that should just been a case of, we'll just leave it? Do you think that was... Again, right again John, it's another, it's another... 
it's another notch on how out of touch the club is with the fans now because they're quick to reply to a statement to a, to they're quick to reply eighteen seventy two when the fucking the 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 life of the club has been the supporters, especially in the last ten years, and there's nay there's nay fucking outpouring for the board to the outpouring for the fans this may this friendly. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So, I mean, like I say, it's tit for tat, 1872, Club 1872 have got their agenda. I've heard various whispers of what's going on behind the scenes with Club 1872, which I don't like. I don't like the way the things are getting held, handled by the board. Now, but I think everybody just needs to shut up and concentrate on the football because there's no denying all this unsettled, fucking disruptive vibe that's going on now. That'll eventually bleed into the team, and that's the last thing we fucking need to know. Yeah. I see, see the wording in the statement. It's quite inflammatory, man. Yeah, I was in a rush. You can't. You can't. I was in a rush. I was in a rush, man. I didn't have time to write yeah. it. <laughs> you should have pulled over on the M8. You can. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you see, he's called. They've called a section of support a rump. Now, uh, to, my, to my knowledge, a rump's an arse. <laughs> or a, a bit rump? of steak. It's. I think. It's aimed at eighteen seventy. It's aimed at club eighteen seventy two. It is. I mean, it's it's just tit for tat is what I keep saying, and it's it is embarrassing. It's a sideshow. We seen a sideshow at the other side of the city last season. We say like we loved it. Grado's right. It's just porn for everybody else in Scottish football, especially Celtic supporters. You're right. By the way, you are about. I'd say maybe. Two more statements are flinging sharks at the front door. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it obviously came off the back as well. What do, what do you make of what happened up at Dundee as well, boys? Like, with the, with all what happened? You saw obviously McGregor calling them fucking arsehole. It was farcical, man. It was farcical. I mean, it, it was... Yeah. I mean, See, when, that, when that happened with us, I was thoroughly embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Right. I totally... I mean, I cannot... All right, all right, the first half... The first half, what happened, but coming out the second half when we're one 0 done, we're trying to get a bit of a rhythm going, and then the game gets stalled again. It's like we get it, I'd, but then again, I suppose if you're going to prote- protest, you, you go to date the times where it's going to make a difference, or it's going to make as much noise. However, the most important thing on Sunday was to win mm-hmm. the game. Aye, and you you could argue right a lot, of, but for somebody else, see if as a fan who was involved in that at the weekend, right? He was on that show, didn't he? Right, his argument to us, Gredo, would probably be, well, a portion of the blame of that has to lie at the board again because they're so out of touch with the supporters. There's not one fucking... There was not one thing getting said about this friendly coming up. There was not one thing. It was just, here it is, there it is, and see if the supporters did show up. That's what they would have done. They just went ahead with it, right? But the supporters, I don't know that. I'm just like... The importance of three points and you see we start the game really poor and you keep throwing the toilet rolls on, you keep throwing the tennis balls on. Like you say, you're trying to get a bit of rhythm, a bit of momentum, get back in the game. Stop doing that, man. Do you know what I mean? It's like Matt McGee, Matt McGee said it played right into their horns. It did. It did. Huh? Yeah. I, I mean, I guess we'll see what can, it continues. I mean, what do you think the chances are of this Australian friendly going ahead now? Because it seems less and less likely. Contracts are signed, John. Yeah. Have they, but? Well, they wouldn't have announced it if they're not signed. Um, the thing yeah. is, I, I, heard, I heard stuff that Celtic and Rangers had both agreed to release a statement at the same time and what way they were going to word it. And Celtic done it like the day before. And But the problem is, 
Rangers should have Rangers should be more street streetwise to stuff like that because it happened to them the week before with the likes of the what was this year the week before the the tickets the ticket Aye. allocation Aye. Rangers put a statement after talking apparently talking to Celtic about what they were going to do with the the ticket allocation they'd agreed in it Rangers put out they'll get so many tickets and then Celtic the next day put out the statement saying no we'll decide how many fucking tickets we take or how many tickets we sell Aye. and that was the week before the friendly stuff. So they've been stung twice. Yeah, it's bad. It's, it's bad business management. Yeah, well, was oh, it like? I love it personally. <laughs> <laughs> There's a surprise. There's a and they've not got me and Bob in for the Legends game. So I mean, for me, they can. Yeah, that does. What? 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 That's showbiz. Joyce, no, you're banging me up. We. You need to start answering your phone and fucking looking at voice notes. Me and we got a voice note in your other day. If you work. Uh, what did he say? He's fucking playing on it. Because he knows that Amanda Bird that works back backstage and he looks good. Amanda that works... I can't keep it worries, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that you've been stuck for this Legends game. Uh, That's very <laughs> Do you honestly think you're getting brought in for a game where the other teams get fucking Figo and all that, innit? <laughs> Mate, we, we played in a game where the other team had fucking Alberts and Michael right. Moles. Oh, right, that's the same. Right, anyway, moving uh, on. Let's move on. Uh, it's, in, it's international week, so it's a bit quiet in terms of stories. <laughs> but obviously, Scotland, two friendlies. We should have been playing Ukraine uh, for the World Cup playoffs. But obviously, world, you know, bigger things take over uh, with from that. Um, so we're playing Poland tonight, and then we're playing Austria or Wales next week. Um, a lot of different players been brought into the squad. Uh, Craig Halkett's been drafted in, Ross Stewart from Sunderland, and Vernes Drogba. Um, and uh, in fact, it's Loch Ness Drogba, they call him, isn't it? The Loch Ness Drogba. Yeah, the Loch Ness Drogba, Ross Stewart. And uh, Aaron Hickey, which is a surprise, obviously. There was a bit of furore a couple of weeks ago when he <laughs> said he wouldn't turn up for the under-21s and then now turn up for the full squad. Say that word again. A what? A furore. It's actually furore, John. Do you, is it Furori? Sorry, ah, I it's always Italian, I, I was going to uh, say that it's Furori. Grado, I should have come to Grado. Is it's Italian? I should have known that Furori. Sorry, Grado. Send me to ball. Good work there, John. Bringing an Italian word in, talking about Bologna left back Aaron Hickey. There oh, are, that's why you, get, that's why you get paid the big bucks. That's why the best segues I've seen in a while, man. Andy Robertson um, is not going to be captain. He's out with COVID. Uh, who do you think should captain the side? Kieran Tierney. Tierney? Aye. Uh, probably Tierney. He's Aye, not, but then he's not Arsenal captain. He's, I know he's kind of vice captain. He takes the armband off. But then Alan McGregor, no. Celtic Aye, captain. But, but Andy Robertson's not a Liverpool captain. Well, that's true. That's true. Well, Craig Gordon. I don't think Craig Gordon will play in these games. I think he'll play. Xander Clark's in the squad, isn't he? He just got called in. I think he might see some time and stuff. like. He'll probably use these these couple of friendlies to break in players that maybe haven't featured in the more important games. Is you know what I mean? Callum McGregor in the squad? Yeah, Callum McGregor's in the squad. He'll probably be the captain. Yeah, you would think. You would think. But um, yeah, we'll wait and see what happens. I mean, it's too friendly. We don't know if we're going to play Austria or Wales. I'll be interested to see, you know, who oh, wins that Wait a minute. Is John McGinn in the squad? Yeah, John McGinn's in the squad as well. He'll yeah. be the captain. I, if I, 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 <laughs> so, is that going to be Kieran Tierney, Carl McGregor or John I, McGinn? We don't know. Pure <laughs> sport, man. Two guys that don't really watch Scotland, man. Two Rangers fans. The, the, the top man, oh. this man. They'd love this, me and you going, it's Callum McGregor. Aye, he'll be the captain. Aye, Gado, aye, it'll be him. 
Is John McGinn in the squad? Uh, no, no, it will be him. I will be him. <laughs> John, is Grant Hanley in the squad? Grant Hanley is in the squad. I'll probably be him. We will wait and see. But I'll be interested to see the result, obviously, of Austria Wales. Uh, we're recording this on a Thursday afternoon. The game's tonight because um, that'll decide ultimately who Scotland will go on and play. Hopefully in the in the playoff, we'll wait and see what happens with the Ukraine. Uh, penciled it in, for, penciled it in for June, but I really, really want us to get Wales. There's no really chance we're going to play Ukraine in June. No, oh, I don't. I don't think. Wrong, man. I don't think. I, I, do you know something? It would be the most Scottish thing ever. It really would be the most Scottish thing ever. One oh. game after the World Cup. And fucking World War Three breaks out, and we can't eat. We can't eat. <laughs> you know what I mean, either pish I'm busting. Sorry, boys, I can't hold this in anymore. <laughs> So that's Scott We'll wait and see what happens there And now for the daft this week Gentlemen Would you like to hear about The lad who sent a brutal text To a girl he just dated Would you like to hear about The woman woman who got hospitalised For holding in a pump Or do you want to hear about The worst place in the country For road rage Mm. Holding a pump Holding a pump yeah, we're going for hod. Right, let's go for a hod. Going, 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 hod in a pump. So, um, a singer in Brazil says she was hospitalised with trapped gas because she is not yet on farting terms with her boyfriend, Vivian de Cora Piera, known by her stage name as Poca. Shared her gas problem on Instagram. The 27-year-old posted images of herself in hospital to 15.7 million followers, saying, "I woke up at 5:30 a.m. with severe stomach pains and ended up in hospital." She said, eh, "When do you get on farting terms?" Listen, my my ex-girlfriend I went out with for 13 years, and I heard her fart once. I think it's fucked up that you, the people that don't fart. So, and are they hot? And do you not agree? <laughs> Like my dad always says, wherever you may be, let your wind roam free. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so what, when do you, when in the relationship, uh, I w- let's put a time frame on this. I'd rather get it out the road the first day, man. First day? Oh, You're, yeah, wow. Right, wow. To me, come on, farts are funny. And you really, if the, if the, Aye, the last it's day you're situa- It's a situation, Gredo. You can't mm. even, I, I remember hearing a story about a guy that uh, was, well, Lassie, and he tried to hold her fart, and and she went to the the she went to the petrol station to fill her car up, right? And she's filled up the car, and she's went into the petrol station to pay for the petrol, and he's let one go, right? But he's let one go in the motor, right? And she's, she's get back in a, a green cloud is in the car. Do you know what I mean? <clears throat> and that's just he says that there was there was never anything else after that. So it's a situation you're in. If you're outside and you let a wee trumpet, fair dues, that's funny. If you're maybe trying to slip the horn on the couch and you drop one, uh, then that's a, that's a different thing. Yeah, you can't can hear it in this because there's no comedy. If you don't hear it, like even if you fart and it makes the noise, there's a wee kind of hee But if it just, <laughs> as you say, to if it just fucking starts, what the fuck was that? What is that? I'll tell you, right, this, I'll tell a story, right, that the, the person's going to remain nameless, right? Oh, come on. No, 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 no. It's, no, no, it's Nicola, mate. No, it's not Nicola, mate. Right? He was way... It's the Nicola. This guy was way this lassie, right? They just started going out, right? No long. They started. They get back to her flat. Do you feel to say shagging, man? They, they, started, they started to have intercourse. Adult know? dancing. Yes, Aye. yes, right. She's, she's went on top. She's then... Oh, I hate these but they're finished. He's got to do a pee. He's not wiped his bum right while well. she's been she's been on top. Her skid marks all the. Oh! <laughs> oh! 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 Oh!
Aye, man. Skiddy's on the covers. She's there, man, and he comes back for the toilet, and he's like, I'll just go. Uh. <laughs> she's like, Aye, take your covers with you, you dirty bastard, you. Oh, would it, but, but would it be worse if, if it was the other way about? How would you feel about that? I would laugh at something like that, to be honest. Would you? I mean, I, I mean, I had a mate that, that, that had to end terms with somebody right away because she went into the toilet, done a shit, and then she had to get her bags and go to the airport, and when he went into the toilet, it was still there, and it was massive, and he always said, never go with a bird that does a bigger shite than you. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was on, I was on uh, Instagram the other day, somebody had posted a video, right? And it was about a lassie, and she's went like, she's on the phone, it's a voice note that she's left her mate, she's crying. She's like, I've just been into the toilet, and into his toilet to do a poo, and it wouldn't flush away. So I've picked out the toilet and put it into the cat litter tray. Right, so the boy, the boyfriends come in and went like that. Uh, did you do a shite in the litter tray? And she went, no, it must have been your cat. He says, my cat's been dead for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, at the end of the voice talk, she says, can you please just come and get me? <laughs> well, that's, I didn't expect that conversation to take that direction, but obviously it's football daft and that's the way we normally go. Um, that's your daft story for week this week. If you've got any, no, I'm not even going to say if you've got any stories of shite. I don't, <laughs> well, we've already done that. We've already done that. Any stories of shitey sheets? No, 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 no. Uh, this week on Football Daft Focus, we are going to be getting behind the scenes of a football stadium as we're going to speak to stadium announcer Michael Smith from Rangers, who's going to come on, give us a wee bit of insight <laughs> into how it all works behind the scene on match day. Uh, on the big question, we're going to look for examples of one-man teams. We've got the player profile playoff on the way to win pies. Gradle has three riddles. Two. On team- Two. Right, okay. And on teammates, it's Victor himself, still game star, Greg Hempel. This week, we're sponsored by ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN, that's a bit like using your smartphone without a protective case. Because most of the time you'll be fine, but all it takes is one answer, one accidental drop onto solid concrete to make you wish you had protected it yourself. Express VPN, you need to use it because every time you connect to an encrypted network, in hotels, cafes, airports, the data that you put into your computer, your phone, that's not secured. Any hacker that's on the same network, well, they can get access and steal your personal data, like your passwords and your financial details. It doesn't take much technical knowledge for somebody to hack somebody. Just take some cheap hardware, a 12-year-old could basically do it. And your data, you might not think, oh, it's just me, I'm just Joe Bloggs, but it is valuable. The hackers can make up to £1,000 per person selling all your bits and bobs on the dark web. So you need to use ExpressVPN because it creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and internet. The hackers, they can't see any sensitive data, and it would take a hacker with a mega, mega supercomputer and apparently it would take over a billion years to get past ExpressVPN's encryption. All you need is fire up the app, click one button, and that gets you connected. And it works on phones, laptops, tablet, tablets, the full lot. You can stay secure on the go. I use ExpressVPN because I feel safe and I know that all my data is going to be kept intact. There's no hacker selling it to the dark web. I can use it to get onto different channels on Netflix, different countries. I just like to feel safe, so you should do the same. Secure your online data today. Visit expressvpn.com slash staff. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash staff. And you can get an extra three months free with the code 
daft. So it's expressvpn.com slash daft, expressvpn.com slash daft. Make sure that you are safe today on the internet with ExpressVPN. It's now time for Football Daft Focus as we get into some of the big talking points in Scottish football. We just get into bits and bobs of Scottish football and today we thought we'd have a wee look behind the scenes of what a stadium announcer does and I'm going to invite my big pal on. Uh, he's the Ibrox Stadium announcer. It's Michael Smith, everyone. Welcome, mate. Welcome. And goes Alan McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> <Marios>. <laughs> Michael, oh, like, thanks for having me on. I, I want to ask you straight away, what, like, so you go into Ibrox, what time do you go in, what does your day entail, how does it all come together? Right, two hours normally before kickoff. I really only need to be in there for when the gates open, which is normally about an hour and a half before kickoff. But I like to be in a couple of hours before, there'll be running orders. Some games are busier than others, you know, with Armed Forces Day and different events that we do. Um, so I like just to, to go in and, and prep myself proper, know what's happening, know what I'm saying and, and just go through the running order for the game. So it's, it's, I like to allow a bit of time to do that and then obviously sort out a playlist. Of course, we've got, the, we've got the songs that we love to play and you can hear quite a lot at most games. And then there's new wee additions that will play some new songs just to, to, to let the fans hear some new music as well of, of different artists. So, But normally, prior to kickoff, 15, 20 minutes before kickoff, it's all the big anthems that they all know and love, you know. <laughs> Michael, that's brilliant. How long have you been doing the job? I'm trying to think whether, how long you've been there. Uh, this is my fifth season. Is that, fifth season? Is that the fifth season? Aye, I thought you were there longer than that. Um, so, yeah, I think I came in, which would have been, or would it have been Murty then? I think it was maybe, uh, there were... Petro Kicina. It was a very, it was a transitional period, Michael. It was a transitional period, absolutely. Aye. Aye. So there was a couple of different gaffers, and then obviously, uh, I think a couple of seasons of that, and then and then Gerard coming in, which was which was brilliant. Uh, it was just uh, it was different class. And then so we just started fifth, playing. I'm feeling all the time. Grado, aye, fifth season. Fifth season. I, I think bo- the, the question that's on everybody's lips is who would win in a fight, you or Tony Hamilton? <laughs> By the way, <laughs> it's got to be me, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Michael's on all. So, next question Who's Tony Hamlin? <laughs> I mean, you, Michael, you're obviously, as well as being a stadium announcer, you're a DJ extraordinaire. You cover the GBX when George isn't there from time to time. You're out doing stuff. Were you the one that kind of brought feeling it and all the kind of dance tunes into Ibrox? Uh, yes, I, I would say so. I'm feeling it. Definitely, definitely. We played Celtic at the start of this season. It was class, mate. That was one of the best moments of the oh season. Oh, my God. After, when the final whistle went in that stadium and that was playing, it was, was phenomenal. phenomenal. It was absolutely yeah. phenomenal. I'm going to take full credit for it, right, because we've been playing Live It Up as well. And Alan, one of the IT guys I work with in the booth there in control of the big screens and everything else and, uh, yeah. and the, the, the booth that I'm in. So I'd say, what do you think I should play it full time? And and uh, Alan says, I'm feeling it. And I thought, brilliant. Because I was thinking of going, we'll live it up. And then I just thought, no way, definitely. I'm feeling it. And it's been an anthem ever nice. since. It's been absolutely oh, brilliant. So we introduced that. The Sunset Brothers that did the track are just blown away. Just seen 50,000 people dancing to their tune. It was just unbelievable. Unbelievable scenes. It's a song I like to keep for the big games, the big nights in Europe, when we've won them and things. You know, I don't want to play it after, you know, no, no disrespect, beating a Motherwell or something or whatever, you know, you want to keep it for the big games. Aye. 
Uh, well, Michael, I, I, know what you, I know what you mean by that because I felt, I remember that what, 10 years ago they started playing Penny Arcade and as you say, they end up, it can, the arse can be ripped right out of it. <laughs> and then it, it loses its magic. And it's I probably the same with you too at Celtic Park. There's probably songs where he's like to keep until, you know. I like. Uh, I will talk about that all the time. I, I, anyway, Michael, <laughs> what I was going to ask you is, Michael, I've always wanted to ask you this. But, <laughs> see, so see, what I want to know is, the likes are right, they commit to simply the best. How do you know when to play it? Is there somebody going, and play? And you just go, play. <laughs> that's him, that's him, and play. How does it work? Well, top trade secret, trade secret, I've got a camera. Right. It tells you the players are ready to walk. So um, I, I get told, well, I've got a camera. Just when, you see the, the, when you see the ref and his officials start walking, that's when you hit the music. And then normally just as it, it booms in, the players are just coming out the tunnel. Nine times out of ten, I get it right. Sometimes it's sometimes the timing's not perfect. But well, when, there's uh, no back, is there? You have, no, no, that's it. You can't stop and rewind it. One time I played it and the channel wasn't actually turned on. The players are coming out the tunnel and there's nothing playing. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I quickly sorted it and got it fixed. You know what I mean? I don't think anybody noticed it. But as um, I was asking you about Michael, what's your biggest cock? What's your biggest cock up while you've been doing it? Oh, I think it's probably mispronouncing a name. I think for F- FK Scoopy, I think it was. Oh. And by the way, the guy's name wasn't that hard to be honest. Right? I made it sound more foreign than what the name was. <laughs> right? And I've said this day, honestly, I can't even remember what it was. And somebody beside me in the booth just burst out laughing. So I thought I'd get the microphone down in time and I've burst out laughing as well. And then all I could hear is 50,000 folk laughing back at me. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that was a massive, massive cock up. But I think the majority of them found it funny. You know what I mean? But it was a bit embarrassing though. <laughs> you practiced the names before. So you, you'll get, look at the team, obviously in Europe, it's probably more, it's a bit harder in Europe than it is in the the. the the Premier League, but do you get the teams and you just sit and practice to yourself going, right, that one, that one? Well, before the, prior to, you know, a week or two before, I'll, I'll check the squad of who we're playing and just try and get through their names myself and even go into like Google Translate or like use YouTube or whatever, because sometimes they throw up pronunciations or if it is a really obscure player's name, sometimes even on forums and things, there's people asked previously, how do you pronounce them? So I'll do a wee bit of homework there and then normally there's a translator that comes to the games with the teams as well for all the press and things like that. So yeah. I'll try and grab 10 minutes of their time and grab them in at the PA booth and just get through the names with them. And normally the names that they've told me, I get totally wrong anyway when it comes to actually saying them. <laughs> you're all hyped up, you know what I mean? But uh, the translator's a massive help, it really is. In fact, there's been once or twice when I've looked at the names and I've just went... Nah, no chance. <laughs> so I get the translator to do it for me. You know, which it's I think just I, it's called number four. <laughs> I think previously announcers just used to get the translator to do the away teams, but I like giving it a go because during the game you're going to have to do the subs anyway. So, uh, so it's it's quite good to, to learn niff different names as well. But some of them are. Have Rangers are. ever considered getting a translator in for Alec Ray on Rangers TV? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, anyway, if... I think I need one myself sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got a wee to, right. I've, I want to lay down a challenge here, right? Can we think of a word, right, that we can get Michael maybe squeezing across the PA? I, I, Chris, you're banned from this because I know the words you'll come up with, right? But is there a word that we can think, like next home game, you can squeeze in this word just so people listen to the podcast right now, they're in the know, we're all in the know. 
Is there a word we could think, Michael? Maybe he's... Uh, you know what the next Kevin home game Chef. is, don't you? What's that? You know what the next home game is, don't well, you? Well, I'll write it off, I'll write it off. Well, maybe right, we need to the right, game if, if, Rangers, if Rangers win uh, the next game, right, you've got to say at the end of it, let's have a minute silence for Kev the Chef. Kev the Chef is a guy that listens. Kev the Chef is a guy that listens to this show. He's a mega, mega Celtic fan. Yeah. He's, oh, he's, he's, he's come through a tough time personally, I think, but so a minute silence for Kev the Chef might not be a good thing. He's uh, all right, right, okay. All right. <laughs> well, we're going to do that one then. Uh, get, 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 get Michael Pure in trouble, man. <laughs> Depending, depending obviously what the word is and uh, derogatory in any way, then I'd be up for that. I so right, you okay. can think of something Great. other than get it right up, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a few words, right? There you go. So, go on, Stephen. You think of something, go on, George. Yeah, what is he just... River City. I think, I think if we win, I think just before you play, I'm feeling it. Just say this one's for Chris Tolman. <laughs> 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 right, okay, I'm, I'm down with that, right? But if you lose, you've got to play roll with it by Oasis. See, this one's for Crystal. <laughs> we'll wait to see if that happens. Uh, we'll wait to see if that happens. That'll be a good last gig. <laughs> <laughs> if, uh, if there's something that I can get in a half time doing the shout outs or something like that, you know what I mean? I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd be game for that. Definitely. Well, I tell you what, we've got, a, we've got a week in between the. Aye, have a think about it. We'll have a think. <laughs> Message, message in your uh, tweeters in at Football Daft Pod. What's oh it? my God, I'm going to get absolutely roasted here. I <laughs> Something you want to get Michael to get in at half time during the <laughs> and we'll see if we can make it happen. So tweet, uh, tweet us out at Football Daft Pod. We'll see if we get a word over to Michael and squeeze it in at half time. <laughs> Michael, listen, thank you so much for coming on. You're some man, absolute gent as Oh, listen, not a problem. Anytime, it's good to see you all. Big fan of your work. I know. It's, it, it, it just feels like I'm at Ibrox in a list. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, Stephen Pupton. Demi, Demi, Demi. Number three, John McAnally. Let's go get him. I'm only joking. Cheers, Michael. Thanks for coming Thanks, on. Mate. That was brilliant. Thank you. Thanks Thanks a lot, you. See you again soon, all right? Yeah, Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Football daft. Big question. So, after Barcelona pumped Real Madrid at the weekend, Grado actually watched it. Um, the blame kind of went on the fact that Benzema was missing. And everyone's sort of saying, yeah, Real Madrid a one-man team. Um, so we thought we'd ask this question. What is the biggest one-man team you've ever seen? That's easy for me. I, I was thinking about this. <laughs> oh, I don't know. You could maybe help us here, too. Back in the day, right, I used to think Fiorentina were a one-man team because of Batty. Aye. Yeah. Did they actually win anything? They never won anything, but remember you had Ray Costa as well, and you had you had some other you had some other right good players um, in that Fiorentina side. But didn't he? After Fiorentina, Batistuta. Batistuta. When he went to Roma, they had Roma and Totti. Totti. Yeah, that's when they won. Yeah, yeah. That's when that's when they won stuff. Well, they a one man team there, but he was at Fiorentina. Eh, uh, Ray Costa. Who else? Know. You could say the same about Modric with Real. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. true. Yeah. See, right, see watching that game the other night. 
Right, see, watching Real against PSG, right? Because I love the, I've always loved Real, right? Because that was some game against PSG. PSG shot the bed. Benzema struck right, but see, Real only four half a fucking transitional period themselves, man. They'll get Modric isn't going to be able to keep going. Tony Cruz isn't going to be able to keep going. Ramos is away now. In fact, you're right. You've just mentioned that there. Real Madrid are absolutely no way that they're a one-man team. No, they're not a one-man you, team. They're you've no... got Chris, you've got uh, Vinicius, you've got Modric. You can only some player who's one of the most underrated players on the planet, Casemiro. Oh, I love yeah. Casemiro, mate. What I love Casemiro, player. he's a great player. Good, so, I like him that signed for Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he plays for Barcelona, didn't he? Aye. Abamian. Aye, I like him. Because Morgan's a, always I, tweeting I, him. I hate him. I hate him. Hey, he's, uh, do you know, he's a, he's a mercenary, that guy. Ah, he's everything really that's banging me more than day football, man. Aye, man, he's a he's, fucking arsehole. <laughs> 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 I'm just looking on. Is there any, you, other, any other examples you can think of? Eh, really? One-man teams, I would I'll, say... Steven Gerrard with Liverpool for a long time. Oh, I don't know about that. Eh, think about it, Alonso man. Alonso was, what a player Alonso was alongside him. Aye, but... Do you know what? Well, How many years was Alonso? Torres up front, oh, Torres up front. I, I know, but remember when, when, when Alonso and Torres left, Liverpool, they had fucking. Mm. Joe they, Allen. I'll they tell were, you. They were terrible, a man. Classic example of a one man team. Gretna when Kenny Duker was there. <laughs> By the way, that's an absolute shout. Oh, yeah. Grady, James Grady, they had David Bingham, I believe, played for Kent. Stop shiting on my parade here, John. Sorry, sorry, sorry. What about one for you? Here's one for you, Matt Letizzi, Southampton. Ah, that's a good one. Ah, that's a good one. That's a good shout. That's ah, a is a, that is a great shout, actually. Um, QPR, Les Ferdinand. Hmm. Les Ferdinand, well... Hmm. Newcastle with Andy Cole at Newcastle. the time. Yeah, yeah, Keith. Oh, yeah, it's Keith. Oh, because they had Beardsley as well, didn't they? Ah, they had Beardsley. Ah, ah, ah. Um, ah. I, I can't think. It, do you That's know? Probably bet. Do you know who's a one-man team? And they were for years. Wales with Gareth Bale. Yes. He actually took ah, them yeah. in tournaments. What about this? He he does my fucking nothing, right? Never fit to play for. Never fucking fit to play for Real. Never fit. And then just there, there's a training session. He's fucking good to go. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I said a minute ago too about mercenaries and football and that see Gareth Bale can I stand the cunt can I stand him man is this a stupid one and don't laugh at me right Bartes at Monaco no Bartes at Monaco no because Dado Purcell was there I know man aye uh, Purcell but I'm fact, just trying to think of goalies you can, you can... I know what you mean yeah uh, aye, 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 aye. when there's been a lot of bees he's a fucking right good goalie the goalkeeper's you know goal union has spoken again. Because because we're all sitting here thinking about this, this is not flowing the way it should do. So would you reckon, should we get into it with the... With the Aye, I called it with Buffon and fucking Monaco, man. Well, oh, by the way, Buffon and, and Barcelona and UV when they were down in the third division. There you mm. go, there's a good all one. Right. There you right, go. Anyway. What's going to what, see the listeners are saying? John says, Paul McStay, early 90s for Celtic. I would agree with that to an extent. Right, okay, was there any other players? Wayne Biggins? Uh, uh, well, early 90s, we still had Roy Aitken at the time. Um, Roy Aitken was, was good, but other than that, I can't really remember anybody. Tony Cascarino. Tony Cascarino, for <laughs> sake. <laughs> 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 
Peter's got in touch. He says Scott Tiffany carried Thistle to the League One title last year, notably tearing Falkirk apart at Fur Hill, and our collapse this season has coincided with his injury. Ah, oh, yeah. Thanks, what makes you think? Yeah, John. Ah, he is a good player, Scott Tiffany. I'll give you that. Give Are you, you saying that, Gredo? Chris, you could you could say Shankland the air a couple of seasons ago. Ah, uh, you, you probably could. Shout. You know, ah, you're great shout, great shout. Uh, Andrew, I'm not sure if somebody's made a point of, of this, but maybe see for the start of the season, Tony Watt at Motherwell, because if he's left, they've, yeah, they've yeah. died in their arse, haven't they? That's very they're, they're in trouble. Yeah. yeah, not won a game since the last December. There you go. Um, Andrew says Kenny Drucker Gretna. There you go. Mm-hmm. Nico says Francesco Totti's got to be a shout. Yeah, that is, we were just saying that a minute ago. He's got to be. Yeah, I mean, Totti. but because the only t- but like we were going back to the Batistuta thing, the only time at Roma won something was when Batistuta was playing upside Totti, Totti wasn't it? That's the season that they won. The That's the one they won the Scudetto, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, Regan says Morelos for the season before Gerard came in at Rangers. Maybe, maybe. Mm. What was the season? Who, who would that be? What, what, with Pedro and Graham Martin in that? I think he, he didn't really. He never really... He was he, hot and cold. He was He was probably the only one that get your get fucking... Put you, off your, put you off your seat, man. Do you know what I mean? Windass, man. Hmm? Windass in that season. Uh, fucking hell, Ian Andrew Dice Clay listens to this podcast. It does his read. Oh my God. Is it me to read it out, by the way? It is. Andy Johnson for Palace in 0405, 22 goals and 37 appearances in a relegation campaign surrounded by abject shite. Ian Dowie is the manager and that floppy haired cunt from Talk Sport is the owner. That's <laughs> 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 a good one as well because that reminded me of Kevin Phillips at Sunderland, remember? Aye, he, won, he won the European Golden Boot and Sunderland Lovely. finished fucking 18th in the league or something. I think I had a lot to do with Al Quinn up front of him though when it was the two of them up front. Oh, sure, dynamite together. Uh, dynamite together. Colin says Messi in the 2014 World Cup. Uh, Ricky, says, <laughs> Ricky says me at Westfield Boys Club. <laughs> well, if you're going to say that, can you know, you know, say, would you cry him that's the Liverpool player that's Egypt? Salah. Come up, get some Liverpool are fucking. Liverpool are brilliant. Right? No, oh, I mean for Egypt. Oh, for Egypt. Right, for Egypt. Right. Okay. I forget to the final of Afcon. Yeah, 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 good shout. Uh, I said a shout, Gredo, Gredo, good shout, mate. Good <laughs> right. Ricky, Ricky say, uh, no, Ali says Carlos Queller, <laughs> Rangers 2008. I, I, I don't know if I agree with that, man. I don't agree with the next one. It was one, class. It was class, I man. some team. Yeah, what I would probably say why is my player of the year, but I don't know about... You know what I mean? No. I don't agree with this next one either. Craig says Maradona in the 1990 World Cup. Nah, man, I'm not having that. You had Kinesia, you had Maradona, you had... 86 then, maybe, 86. 86, they won the tournament. Yeah, so 86, maybe that's what Craig meant, Craig meant. I think Craig's been on the pipe, man. <laughs> Argentina have always had a great a great squad. But maybe not quite as good right now, but like going Aye. back, yeah. you know what I mean? That, 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 the Argentina squads were tremendous. Aye, they were. What, what, I, what I think he's thinking is... They never really had a star other than Maradona. But the players run about them were all right good players. Do you know what I mean? I bet, I, think- you, I bet you if you say that to Maradona, obviously, if you say that to somebody in that 
I play a light Maradona like Sarah. The first thing they'd say, I can't do what I do without fucking so and so there. Aye. With issue without that, you know, do you know what I mean? Aye, Maradona could never have done it without Niall Quinn. Anyway. No. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Peter says Marvin Comper at Celtic saw at the back, way back, so far back, he was sat in the house watching. <laughs> <laughs> Edo, you want to take this one aye, after, after, after last man. week, bro? Oh, I am it. Uh, Andy says Jet from I met her. Andy says Jet from Gladiators. Me and my dad never missed an episode. There you go. Um, Jet, Grady, you met Jet. Tell us about me. By the way, I tried to get you a video, man, but I, I was asked you to get a video. I mean, Jet from Gladiators. Wow. Aye, fucking Hunter was there. Fucking couldn't Cobra. get rid of him, man. He was a cop block. <laughs> Grado, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you need to tell a Robocop story. What was that? Yeah, yeah he's well, got to tell yeah, the well, Robocop. Oh, man. So, let's just set the scene here because Grado was up at a Comic Con in Aberdeen. All these big names from the worlds of comics and stuff. We had uh, the guy for the fight for the Navigators, Warwick Davis was there, was he, Grado? Oh, he, had COVID. Guy. he had COVID. Harry that Potter. Guy, I'm, I'm laying a challenge out to Warwick Davis right now. If you listen to football daft, Warwick, <laughs> the next ICW. Cash for Kids match, me versus you, wee man. That's right, I called you wee man. Ron <laughs> <laughs> Weasley's dad was there, he was a big sell. He but was a big The biggest yeah. sell of them all, Grado, was it not just Robocop? Uh, so, if you see the guy that, that done that, um, the Harry Potter guy, one of my, my uh, nieces, she she loves Harry Potter and I says, any chance you can do a wee video for Olivia kind of thing? And he's like, um, and he was like, yeah, it's no problem. And he went, Hi, Olivia. Thanks for watching Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're doing. Hi, Hi. How's, that? how's that? Cool, mate. Thanks. <laughs> I don't think like Adam wasn't going to do that thing that you did on the fast show. This week, I have been mostly eating <laughs> on biscuits. But tell us about Robocop. Who's his name again? Peter Greenway or something? his name? Peter? Ah, fuck knows. Peter Weller. Peter Weller. Oh, Robocop. Peter Weller. Aye, 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 Robocop. He, oh man, he was he was a crab at old shit, a crab at old shit. He was Ken because obviously they're sitting down. He was the busiest guy there, apart from still game. They were the, they were cured right out, but he's obviously signing away and stuff like that. And obviously you need to pay to get a selfie or an autograph. But folk that don't want to pay it start taking photos for a fart. Aye, aye. And everybody got their own week in a minder, and he had this a, a big a big ex football player, brand new. What a lovely guy, a guy called Graham. He played with Falkirk, he played two games with Falkirk, uh, John, and David Goodwillie took him out and ended his career. Oh, really? Really, aye, right, but what a guy, lovely guy. And he was his minder and he kept getting on to him. He kept going, Graham, you gotta deal with these people, Graham! And he was a big Aberdeen boy and he was getting right, Kenny was getting quite nasty with the guy going, you're an idiot, Graham! Come on, get him to... And he's throwing his pens and causing big scenes. This was a Saturday and then on a Sunday, Again, he said they started doing the same thing. He's writing, he's gone, and somebody's taking photos, and he, and he went, Graham, are you fucking stupid? You fucking stupid. Oh, that's this big Graham boy. He had enough of it. Fit you sin! Fit you sin! Fit you hurt me! And all the other folk had You fit, fucking sucking sink your name all day. And I said, Come down, why are you going to sing your name? You know, say he called the worst stupid old bastard or something. Like that. <laughs> I know. They had to get split apart. They had to get split apart. He, so then the, the guy, Graham, who's a lovely guy, he ended up being my minder and he was telling me, uh, telling me about him all day about how much an asshole he was to folk. But just being totally told him. He's going, Fit you see? Fit you going to do with it? Fit you going to do? Robocop, this big Aberdeen guy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ab here sounds like Joyce telling me a fucking story and what, man. Fredo, <laughs> you said that he was a nice guy. You gonna go to his house for a pint? No, but I'm doing a charity football match for him. <laughs> <laughs> It's a player profile playoff with PiSports.com. They are delivering pies to your door throughout the year. Uh, they do one million pies a year. That's how many we eat in Scottish football. And they'll get them to your door. You'll get your scotch, you'll get steak and gravy, macaroni. You'll get the chilli pies, you'll get the cheesy bean pies. You'll get the doner kebab pies, which is everyone's favourite. And you can do that right now. Hit them up, PiSports.com, or give them a call. 0141 739 them that football daft sent you um every week on show we like to give away a bunch of pies to one of our listeners and on this week to play for the pies he is a ranger supporter it is andy how you doing andy very well lads good to be hey, andy, boy, andy. i'll tell you something it's refreshing to have a rangers fan on for once <laughs> andy's been trying <laughs> to get one for a week we tried to go on for weeks, so we eventually got him on uh, to play for the Pies. Um, Andy, y- you know how the game works. I'm going to read you a description of a player. If you know the player, you buzz in. Um, first, the two wins. If you do buzz in and mess it up, though, the play hands over to the other player. I'm going to give you the choice. Who would you like to play? Would you like to play Chris Toll? Would you like to play Grady? Or would you like to play Stephen Purden? Um, I don't really mind, to be honest. I don't really mind. I play along whenever I listen to the podcast and... I've never managed to beat Chris. Um, oh. Oh, I, oh. I think once or twice, once or twice, I might have picked Grado or Stephen occasionally, very Wait, seldom. But I don't think I ever beat Chris. That said, I don't know if I want to play Chris for that very reason. I ain't getting eaten with me after saying that. <laughs> yeah, I think you. I don't know. It's annoyed me a wee bit that he thinks he can beat me. I think I can. I didn't say that, mate. He said he's only once or twice pipped us. I think I can. Oh, really? So he hints it's easier to beat Toad? On you go, get Toad in, man. Come on. Come on. Right, well, do you want to take... Let's let's put you up against Chris. Let's make it an old firm, yeah? Okay. Right, okay, brilliant. Here we go then, right? So, boys, I'm going to need a buzzer from you. Andy, what's going to be yours? 1872. And, Chris, what will be yours? Uh, 1425. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. I want to read it. Scotland in action this week. So I have picked out players from the Scottish Football Hall of Fame. Those are the players that have got 50 caps and above. So you've got to buzz in with your answer. Uh, you ready for the first one? Okay, here we go. With 72 caps for Scotland, this player made over 600 appearances for both Celtic and Motherwell with a stint at Chelsea in the middle. He is the sixth most capped player for his country, playing at... 14.25, Tom Boyd. As Tom Boyd won now, Chris Toe. And that was a little victory sip from Chris Toe, was he? Like, like, that wasn't an angry sip, that was a victory <laughs> sip. <laughs> right. Right, see, what see what I mean, Toe were arguing earlier, I had nothing even my, in my question. I was may, going, may I noticed it, man. <laughs> I noticed it. <laughs> right, next player out. Uh, this player just sneaks into the Hall of Fame with 51 caps and scored 10 goals for his country after debuting in 2007. He started his career at Kilmarnock where he played alongside... 14.25. Chris Toe. Chris Boyd. No, it's not. Oh, shit. His career started... It's the other, it's the other one. ...at Kilmarnock <laughs> where he played alongside Chris Boyd in a potent strike force before moving to Rangers, Everton, Norwich and then finishing his career at Hearts. He is now part of the coaching set-up for the international team. Andy. 
Stevie Naismith. Stevie Naismith. 1-1. One, one. <laughs> Were you going for Chris Boyd first as well, but? I was. 100%. Oh. I never because, I never because of 2007 was a wee bit too later. Yeah, yeah. Next one. Here we go. Gregor, just a personal question. Would you go in uh, before uh, both Andy or Chris and any of them? I think so, I. I'm no lying. Right. <laughs> I would have been Boyd. Same as Aitor. Uh, because but, but it would have been 2007 is when he really came on. That's when he signed for Rangers and all that. So. Right. Here we go. Final one. This goalkeeper won 53 caps for his country, keeping 16 clean sheets with appearances at the 1978 and 1982 oh. World Cups. 1425. Chris. I've fucked it, but I'm going to go with Alan Ruff. You have no fucked it, it's 2-1, uh, man. Yes! Come on, ya boy. Hey, Thanks very much, Chris. I appreciate it. And I wasn't, I wasn't going to guess him anyway. I was going to guess Jim Leighton, so I'd have been wrong at all counts anyway. So I'll take my defeat. Okay, oh, good. Honest, honest. Dignified. Dignified, that's it, I Like that, mate. That's it. Fantastic. Well, listen, well played, Andy. Thank you very much for coming on. Uh, and remember, if you want to play for Pies, it's dead easy. Look out for us on Twitter at Football Daft Pods. Now time for Gredos, three riddles on football now. Right, riddle time. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while, it's been a while since I've had the riddles. Um, before you get into them, Gredo, we've got some shock news here. Shock news. It's been a few weeks since we've been on this. You know Dino, he's had, I think it was six or seven in a row. He was going for the nine, he was going for the ten. Well... There's been a shock. Dino couldn't get the last riddle. He couldn't get it. He couldn't get it. Now, that guy is like a riddle encyclopedia. He couldn't he what was the last one? See if you guys can remember this one. Botox guy died and went to the bad place, but still ended up on his feet. Botox guy died. Philip Palander. Philip Palander. Stephen Purden. Dino didn't get Philip Hollander, which means Albert's legend nicked in and got a point for himself. He's been waiting for weeks to get See, in. It's like Toho always says, man. When you go for the 10, it never ends well. <laughs> well, there you go. So Albert's legend nicks in and gets another point for himself. So the current leaderboard, Ali McDonald won, Pat the Power Prick won, Declan Ramage won, uh, John Mitchell won, who also got in touch and says he needs to stop leaving it until his Saturday night shift to, to, to do these. Ian Meikle's got one, Jack's got one, Albert's legend's on two now, Ryan Dunbar two, producer Ryan two, Nicola Purden still on two, eight, <laughs> Stephen's best friend and hero so I should have said uh, on to um, Dean's on 8 Stephen's on 18 I'm on 18 Chris is on 32 absolutely annihilating yeah. us and let's go to this week's riddles with Grado right it's not just Scottish players right no Scottish players I fucking ran out of Scottish players then left first riddle on his own meatballs on his own meatballs Jack Campbell. Nope. Owen Campbell. Nope. I don't even know who that Owen Campbell. 
On on his own meatballs. On his own meatballs. <laughs> Just I don't I can't concentrate because the potatoes delivery man. It's pure funny. Alone. On his own. You good on this too? Oh, mate, I'm copying a link for something, sorry. On his own meatballs is... <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what it is. Uh... On his own meatballs. On his own Jack Jones. On his own meatballs. Todd. On his own. On his Todd. Todd Campbell. No, it's somebody's no Scottish, but isn't it? <laughs> on his own meatballs. Who does mean Swedish? Swedish meatballs, IKEA. No. Meatballs. It's got to be Campbell. Something the surname's got got to be Campbell. Is it So Campbell? Well so, done, John. Uh, oh, I don't need John to get one the new because I nearly yes. catching him. Right, second one. This one I just made up it's the second name. I'm trying to be a wee bit kind of out there with this one, right? Shakira is making me feel like sex. Shakira is making me feel like sex. Shakira is making me feel like having sex. Gerard Piquet. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's married to her. Yeah. Shakira That's... is making me feel like having sex. Shakira is making me... Hey, give me Keep some... thinking of that with you were just thinking, Bob. Sergio Busquets. No, the Shakira shit. All right. Right, Gerard Piquet. Shakiri? Oh, Zerdran Shakiri? No. Fuck's sake, Shakira. Son Horny. Make me feel like having sex. Is it Sonny Dewey Horny? Randy? Oh, Randy. 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 Yeah. He's staring you in the eyes, what Bob said. General Piki? No, Shakira. Oh. Whenever, whenever, hips don't <laughs> lie. Waka waka, it's time for Zambia. Du, 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 du. Shakira. As a. Singer. And a. Dancer. And a. Popster. And a. Right. Woman. Woman. Oh, is she Puerto Rican? Colombian. Who, who's, who's she good with? I just Gerard said that, Gerard Piquet. Piquet. I don't know. But what's that? Arsa, defender, center <laughs> half. Cracking hair. Hold on, mate. What, what is she to Shakira? What is she to Piquet? Wife. 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 Mashies. And that. Wife and that. Uh, Anda. <laughs> Just because you say Anda. Wife Anda. Wife Anda. Best friend. What is that? That is a... Hero. No, that is a... This is what annoying me. Oh, my God. Right, wait a minute. Right, start again. Say it again. Shakira. Stop. Making me feel I want to have sex. What's Shakira? Hey, shh. Shakira? Shakira, Shakira. Who's Shakira to PK? Wife. Wag. Anda! <laughs> right? What? Wag. 
Wag. Martin Wagon. Aye, first. Yes. Oh. Martin Wagon. Aye, Wagon. No, but I said it was only his surname. Right, okay, right, right. Okay. Okay, okay. Final one, Grado. Joey for friends using Kleenex. Fabiani Hanky. Matt, Matt, let me see <laughs> well played, Gredo. Why did you get that, Bob? I know. Because he's Matt, Matt LeBlanc, isn't it? Joey for uh, friends. Matt LeBlanc with Tish. I just started thinking of Matt. I've, I've yeah. went straight for Tribbiani like I'm going <laughs> up. I went for Tribbiani and I went for Matt. Well played, Gredo. Good riddles. Good riddles. Well, guys, guys, we all get one each there. We well, did. Well done, boys. Like, 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 we're the three best friends. <laughs> right, I've got a riddle for the punters. Like a wolf pack. Right, I've got a riddle for the punters. Sorry, John. I've got a riddle for the punters for next week. Don't you lot jump in like you normally do. This has been sent in to us by Pete McSee on Twitter, and his riddle is this. He's my darling's apple. He's my darling's apple. Who's going to be it first in with that one? Let us know. Get us on Twitter. Get us on YouTube. Hit us up. Let us know. And we'll get you on that leaderboard next week. So this week of Football Daft, we welcome Harry's back. They are here to revamp your whole shaving routine from coarse shaves and flake-free hair all the way to clear healthy skin. Harry's helps guys feel good. They've got a new range of uh, shower gel, which you're going to get with a trial set, which we've got on offer for you this week. Uh, but you've had your trial sets through from Harry's, haven't you? You had the nice shaving gel. What do you make of it? Lovely. Love it. The shaving gel especially smells delightful. And that's the, uh, the smell you're going to get in the shower gel, which is a new thing as well. Uh, so in that trial set, which we're going to get sorted out for you, you're going to get the expertly engineered weighted handle, the one blade, one five blade cartridge, which has been created by Artisan in their German factory there. Um, so it gives you a really, really good shave. You can probably not tell if you're watching the video version of this podcast, but I like to give it the old chin shave and they use Harry's for that. Uh, it's a really, really good shave. You're going to get a travel blade cover and you're going to get the foam and shave gel for extra lubrication and we're going to give you a free shower gel in with that I know I said the word lubrication Chris for goodness sorry I'm such a fucking juvenile I apologise but listen it's going to give you a really really good shave Uh, it's a great trial set get involved with it Uh, shower gel like the boy said it's got a really lovely smell uh, that that complements the shaving gel as well Uh, it gives you a really nice lather as well if you get that over you You'll be smelling great. So basically what you can do, uh, shower gels, face wash, skincare products, they've all been added to the Harry range now as well. So you can check that all out at harrys.com. So all the products are formulated with 0% sulfates, parabens, dyes, and are alcohol-free, so there's no nasty stuff in it. It's just nice and clean. Uh, And you're going to get a trial set with the shower gel now. All you need to do is hit up harrys.com forward slash daft. Just cover the three ninety five for the delivery, and you'll be able to get that trial set. So head up now, harrys.com forward slash daft. Shower, shave, and go by redeeming your Harry's free trial set now at harrys.com forward slash daft.
Remember, you can get more content from Football Daft on our Patreon channel. That's patreon.com forward slash football daft. If you don't know what Patreon is, it's basically a service where we're going to give you extra content up there. You give us a wee bit of money in our hand. In return, we'll give you things like the video version of this show, the video version of Rangers and Celtic Daft. you get cameos from the boys. Uh, you also get the teammates which we put up there when we've had guests on they will be returning soon we're certainly a few things out behind the scenes but yeah if you want to check out all the teammates you can do that patreon.com forward slash football daft but let's now hear from one of our teammate segment and it's uh, a guy with a little bit of a difference we don't talk football but we do talk a lot of still game with Greg Hempel Worst dressed <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm, I'm in right, in, right away I'm in trouble. Right away I'm in trouble. First question, Ford. Moniest. I don't know, I, I don't know, but I don't, I, no. I'm not fucking getting myself in libel. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you want to back you up in a fight? Um, Winston. Best looking. Remember you've worked with your wife, Greg. Remember <laughs> you've worked with your wife. Thanks for the heads up there, Chris. Jules. Jules. Teacher's pet. Teacher's pet. That's me. Most skillful. And by that, we'll say who nails the lines in the first take. Abby Lorraine McIntosh of Deacon Blue. Worst trainer. So who's the, who's the one that comes in? I'm not prepared properly. <laughs> well, we used to have a running joke on uh, on Still Game where Michael Hines, our director, would come up to myself and Ford and go, "Let me introduce you to the script." <laughs> No. So used, used to then, I yeah, because we thought I figured because we we always used to say, well, we've written it, so we only have to look at it once we get to set, and then we'll know it, and and we we, we relied on that a little bit too often. So I, I myself and Ford for that. Who never gets the round in? So when you are out at the rap party at the end of the series, who never gets the round in? Well, it tends to be a free bar, my friend. I've been, I've, been, I've been there I have been there and that's a true story so yeah you, t- you tend to sort of have everybody going let me get this one I'll get this one no no, no. <laughs> you got the last one I'll get this one bunch of phonies biggest bam up merchant oh that's Paul Riley um, he, <laughs> he he he's pretty much got a, uh, got one over on every single cast member of that show uh, phenomenal wind up merchant phenomenal like like world class you know if there was a team of wind-up merchants, he would play for he would play for Barcelona or Real Madrid. Top shagger. <laughs> Fuck off, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Top shagger. This is 2021. I don't know. We were like we assisted Jim Jeffries other week, you know what I mean? I came away. Jim Jeffries, Jim Jeffries gave us an answer straight away. Right away, bang, right in there. <laughs> Unreal, unreal. Best you've played with Robert Carlyle. Bobby. Yeah. You can't call him Bobby, mate. Do you not like to call him Bobby anymore? Oh my god. Yeah, I seen that clip of you, (laughs) Rachel. Oh mate. Robert Carlyle and calling him Bobby! Bobby! (laughs) And he just went, he's like, you're all right, mate. (laughs) Mate, I was that was the worst man. That was the worst (laughs) night of my life. So that's it for this week's Football Daft. Thank you very much for listening. It's good to be back, boys, isn't it? It is good to be back. Very good to be back, yes. 
Uh, unfortunately, there'll be no Rangers and Celtic daft um, next week because it's international break. But we'll be back with them the week after, and it's the build up to the old firm next week, boys. So it'll be a, it'll be another one of the joint numbers, won't it? It will be. It will be. How you feeling? I mean, it's you know, it's a wee far bit far away. We're a week and a half out. I would, I would, I would rather not talk about it. Just then. Right. Okay. You're. Most... I have got my prediction. Right, well, we'll save it to next week because we'll be doing our show before. <coughs> we'll get all a chat about that next week. Uh, remember, sign up to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash football daft. You'll get the video version of that where you'll be able to see Stephen Purden's Real Heroes uh, on STV <laughs> on the video <laughs> version of it this week. Uh, you'll get the outtakes. There's plenty of them this week. Uh, you'll be able to check out all our teammates as well. We heard that one from Greg Hempel earlier on. Uh, subscribe on Apple or Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, that'd be great get us on Twitter Football Daft Pod Football Daft Podcast on Instagram or Football Daft on Facebook guys we've got to decide on an episode name now I've made some short lists uh, from this week's show here are the nominations for the name of this week's show will it be A STV Real Heroes will it be B Hey We're Going to Barbados will it be C Farting on First Dates or will it be D Robocop's a Grumpy Cunt uh, there's only one winner there Robocop's a grumpy cunt. <laughs> 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 it's to be, man. So this week's episode is Robocop's a grumpy cunt. There we go. And that's it for this week's Football Daft. Thank you very much for listening. We will see you on the next one. Audio Frontier.